This is the final word daily from the Commonwealth Games, the fifth day of cricket competition at the Commonwealth Games. Uh, the show brought to you by Advanced Hair, the world leaders in hair restoration, Jeff Lemon and Natalie Germanos in Birmingham at Edgebaston with a less glamorous sunset behind us. Uh, it's my turn to do the summary, right? Yes, it's okay. your turn. So we've got uh, India playing Barbados, we've got Australia playing Pakistan. Two games in 30 seconds, here we go. Pakistan would have thought they were in with a chance, a couple of early wickets. It was only 58 runs off the first 10 overs and then bang, Talia McGrath, 78 not out. Beth Mooney, 70 not out. Heartbreakers, Pakistan never got close. And then India made 162. Similar story, big flurry at the end after a slowish patch in the middle. It was Jamima Rodriguez doing the damage this time. Uh, Barbados, 62 for eight, somehow worse than being bowled out for 64 by Australia. Their tournament's over. Deandra Dotton's international career is as well. Wow. What do you think? I think that was pretty good. I think you got a lot of information in that amount of time. <laughs> Certainly more than I did yesterday. <laughs> well, it's all right. You know, we, uh, we, we, we practice. We, we get better. We strive for perfection. <laughs> um, unless you're Barbados because your tournament's over or Pakistan because their tournament's over. Um, these games didn't... Well, the first one didn't have much riding on it. Uh, the second one, in theory, Barbados could have been playing off for a semi-final spot, but given how ordinary they were against Australia, um, that seemed less than likely against India. But I guess we'll go to the, the, the Pakistan game first and, and a disappointing tournament for them as well because after watching the second match, I, I keep thinking, how did they lose to Barbados? How did Pakistan let themselves be beaten by a side that went on to be so poor? Yeah, I completely agree with you, actually, because watching that game, I thought Pakistan actually had a real opportunity to beat Barbados. I think, you know, Pakistan are always going to struggle to score probably, I would say, around 140 plus. Yeah. They're going to struggle to chase that down, probably. I, I think in the future we're going to see them eventually starting to do it. And once they do it once, obviously the belief then grows and they'll sure. be able to do it more and more. But in that game against Barbados, it was just maybe a little bit too much on the board from their point of view. I think... For them, it's, there's a lot of lessons to learn again, mm. but I just feel like they're not, they're, they're a step away of, of sort of, you know, taking that step up, but it's, it's, it's almost like they feel it's further away than it actually is for them. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know how to quite explain it, except that they see it as much further away than yes. it actually is. It's closer than they think. And it's just a belief thing for me. Just believe that you can, because I, I do think that they can actually be a formidable side in this format. You do see the bits and pieces where they're matching it and then the bits where that slips away and, and it comes and it goes. So Australia batting first, I mean, one example is Diana Baig works over Elisa Healy beautifully. Outswingers, outswingers, nips the ball back in, etc., etc. Healy's been in bad touch. She's got a first slip in. I mean, I liked that from Pakistan. Draws the edge to first slip, gets dropped. Uh, was it Amoma Sahail who put the catch down? Yes. Um, she, and and you know, it's about head high, and it's it's a it's not the easiest catch in the world, but it's not the hardest either. Puts it down. Now that doesn't end up costing Pakistan because Healy gets bowled in the next over, but just setting up the opportunity like that and then not grasping it, something like that seems symbolically telling. Yeah, it does. And, and also in a T20 format, you don't want to put down any chances because mm. if somebody like Healy, also one can hurt you. Yes, she may have not scored much through these group stages, but don't worry, it's coming. Semi-finals and finals, yeah. we know it's coming. You yeah, just, 142 you, not yeah, in the final. Exactly, it's almost guaranteed. <laughs> but you don't want to obviously be dropping somebody like Healy. She, yeah. you don't want, she will hurt you, but also in a T20 format, 
any chances you get, you mm. have to take it, and especially against Australia. We've seen so often recently, yeah. South Africa will know from the World Cup, they dropped a few chances in that match that mm. play, was played out in Wellington. Australia will hurt you. Sure. You, you. You cannot drop those chances. As you said, it was head height, it came to her pretty quickly, but she really should have taken it. If she's going to be standing at slip, those are the type of catches right. she's got to expect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's it's that sort of thing where if you set something up, then it's messing that up is different to, you know, if it happens to be, I don't know, running around at fine leg off a top-edged hook and you yeah. weren't quite expecting it or whatever yeah. it is. If you've got a slip in, you're expecting an edge yeah. um, and you're only going to be there for a couple of overs yeah. in, a, in a T20. So something like that seems significant. But Fatima Sano bowled her a beauty to Healy to knock her over. She's gone. Um, and then you know they brought in the left-arm spinner, Sadia Iqbal, and she goes through Meg Lanning with an equally good delivery, you know, one that sort of straightens past the edge. I mean, you don't tend to... People, Players don't do landing like that. I think you did her a bit of a disservice. It was better than, better than good. That yeah. was a ripper. I yeah. absolutely loved that delivery. I couldn't help but gush over that delivery mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. as left-arm spinners, that's what they that's exactly what they're looking for. Obviously, yeah. they're coming generally from a slightly wider angle, even though she's quite tall and she's got a really nice high delivery, a little bit different than what we saw from Anna Mamim, who's a, a, obviously a little bit of a lower mm-hmm. uh, release point. And we actually spoke quite a bit about that on air with Lisa Stalake and she broke that all down how the differences between the actions. But for me, Saadia yeah. Iqbal, who, by the way, hasn't played a T20 International with his team for two years since the World Cup in Australia, mm-hmm. so it's been a while. But she came in and bowled that absolute ripper to one of the best <laughs> in the world. I think Meg Lanning probably didn't play it as well as she might like and she might play it differently the next time around, possibly, but it was a beaut of a delivery. And and before that, by the way, on Fatima Sana, I was really good to see her with the new ball because I think she's a really good new ball bowler. She gets it to swing. Mm. And uh, probably we want to see it more and more in the ODI format. But here in T20, she can also be just as effective as Diana Bag. And the two together, if they're getting movement, yep. and then you've got the spinners coming on after that, that's a pretty strong lineup from a bowling point of view for Pakistan. Yeah, and the Australians seem to recognise that. I mean, Diana Bag bowled her first three overs for seven, um, ended up with 16 giving up 16 or four overs, bowled, bowled straight through. Uh, the Australians were canny enough to go, OK, it's swinging a bit, it's moving, we won't try to take her on here. And it's Mooney and McGrath who've had a couple of miracle jobs together and this one wasn't didn't need to be such a miracle. But Australia, 58 runs off the first 10 overs, 102 runs off the second 10 overs. <laughs> and they just bite at their time. And, and I remember thinking at the halfway mark, I thought, all right, if you tell any team you can be keeping Australia under a runner ball to the halfway mark, great, they'll take that. But I just thought, eight wickets in hand, yeah. they, they still have so much capacity to hurt Pakistan here. And in the end, they didn't need any of the eight wickets in hand because they just did it with the pair they had. McGrath, Mooney... And it wasn't like they went absolutely crazy, right? So in that second 10 overs, there were three overs in a row without a boundary scored. It wasn't like they were just clearing the front leg and pumping everything over mid-wicket. Each of them only hit one six apiece. They hit mostly fours, but it was being um, discussed on, on the BBC commentary here uh, with Snail Pradhan and, and George L was talking about finding the fifth gap where they were saying, you know, the, in, in men's white ball cricket, you can have five fielders out. In women's, you can only have four. And so there's always a gap somewhere. And if you're good enough, you can manipulate your feet your body, the line of the ball, change the line of the ball, change the length of the ball and hit it where you want it to go. And that's what McGrath and Mooney did so well. They picked wherever Pakistan wanted a sweeper that they couldn't have. 
that's where it went. And I think the important thing for them is that they did it against the spinners mm. because Pakistan's strength is their spinners. As much as we've gushed over Diana Baig and Fatima Sana, who I think are absolutely brilliant, but their spinners are generally what they would look at and say, all right, our spinners are going to come in here, keep it tight and take wickets yep. and they're going to be difficult to score off. And that's, that was the, the sort of story, how they wanted it, the script that they were trying to actually have unfold. But in the end, those two came in and said, all right, mm. well, we haven't done it against the seamers. We have to do it against the spinners. And they did it beautifully. The way they controlled that innings, like it was nothing. You can't say that Australia were... I wouldn't say they were ever in trouble um, because they were only two down, but yep. they did battle to score in yes, those first ten. That was it. It didn't yeah. look like they were about to fall apart. But the no. point where you know Talia McGrath's pulling out reverse sweeps and so on, that partly showed that she couldn't find other ways to yep. score. And that's around the eighth, ninth, tenth over where, where she, she can't have things all her own way. By the eighteenth, nineteenth, twentieth over, she does have things yeah. all her own way. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think she's such a bright talent. I've really enjoyed watching her, and also just how she's developed her game. Talia McGrath for mm -hmm. me is, is quite something special because she's. she's made her debut quite a, a while back, mm -hmm. had a few injuries as well, then also didn't, just couldn't find her way into the side. She's had to work really mm -hmm. hard at her game. And as a T20 international player, if, if that's what's coming in when you mm. a couple down, well, I, if I'm an opposition, I'm yeah. worried. She's only batted six times in T20 internationals. She's made 339 runs. She's been out twice. So she's averaging nearly 170 and she's hitting them at about a strike rate of 160. I yeah. mean, it's it's horrendous. Like, it's unfair. I mean, this is a player who couldn't get in the team a year ago. And she's quite tall as well, yeah. which is an advantage in a lot of ways, especially when you're against someone like Pakistan, a team mm -hmm. like Pakistan, who are generally mostly quite short. Yep. So from a release point of view, they're never going to threaten her with a shorter mm. ball so what does that mean they either got a ball length which on this surface sometimes it just kind of sits up for her mm -hmm. and says all right please hit me or they've got a bullet fuller then she just gets on the drive mm. so it's a real advantage her height and she's right. used it very well maybe the only thing you can do is is really toss it up and try to beat her above the eye line but <laughs> it comes with dangers of its own uh, look pakistan in reply never really there maneuver ali who played pretty well in her last hit she's out in the first over megan shoot doing the thing that she's done so often before. And uh, Bisma Marifid popped herself up to open, you know, wanting to be there throughout, wanting to control the innings. Ends up with 23 off 32 uh, and batted for a long time. Like, what was it, the 14th or 15th mm. over when she finally got out? And, and it's like, OK, I understand being the captain and saying I'll be the anchor and other people can bat around me, but being out there for that long didn't get much of the strike early, to be fair to her, but... it. it it wasn't the kind of innings that was going to help in the end. No, it, it, it wasn't really. And I think Pakistan, again, I've spoken, I think I've spoken quite a lot about this, is their, their batting order is just not 100% right. Yep. I did like Iram Javid's approach today. Mm -hmm. She basically came in as an opener in the end, even yeah. though they dropped it down to number three. You have to feel for her because it, it, she she was elevated to number three recently and then eventually opening and that hadn't worked. So they've now dropped her down mm -hmm. to number three again and tried that out. Um, but I, I liked her intent today and I liked the fact that she was trying to get onto the front foot. Yep. And she tried another one which she just popped up and it was an easy catch in the end. Sure. But if she keeps going with that, yes. the confidence will grow and eventually she'll be able to do it more and more and will be on repeat. And that's what you want in the power play. So obviously yep. they've seen that potential in her. Sure. But she generally has been quite successful in the, in, in the middle order. So you either got to stick with this plan now until, mm -hmm. until the World Cup. Sure. Or you got to make a change quite pretty I thought soon. you were going to say until the world ends. No, no. <laughs> really? <laughs> that would be really long. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she has a long career. <laughs>
Yeah, yeah. I mean, you want you want to see her hitting over mid on and mid off. You know, that's yeah. that's what you want to do. Yeah. That's how she got out today. But okay, fair enough. It seems like every Pakistan batting innings, none of them have gone well. There's been one point of resistance throughout, and Fatima Masano this time, 35 not off 26, hit a couple of huge sixes. I mean, it was great fun watching her bat, you know, and, and she goes through to the end of the innings. They get nowhere near it. Of course, they're 116 for eight by the time it ends. But there's still been that. There's been a point of enjoyment in each uh, innings, even though they haven't gone well for Pakistan. Yeah, and, and actually, Sanamir, former Pakistan captain, actually told me quite a little a, a bit about Fatima Masano and the mm-hmm. That one, she's excellent with the ball and she's a really bright prospect for them, but also with the bat, she can hit the ball. Mm. She does fancy herself as quite the all rounder, apparently, Fatima Sana, but Sanamir did tell me that she can hit the ball. She's got a nice connection, she gets, she times it. She can actually, Mm -hmm. as we saw today, she can make it travel. So you want that also. Now, that's another thing for Pakistan, obviously. It's something to take a little bit of heart out that yep. you've got somebody coming in at that stage yep. who, when she's given maybe two to three overs, can hit you a couple of boundaries, mm-hmm. which elevates your score, especially if sure. you're setting a score or maybe when you're chasing and there's just that mm. little boost that you need. So that's another bright spot yep. for them. But everything has to come together in that yep. batting lineup. Yep. And it's it's kind of it's too bits and pieces for me at mm-hmm. the moment. There's too many holes yep. for them to really beat a, a top side. So another strong showing for Australia, top of the group, unbeaten, etc., etc. I haven't checked the net run rate. Um, so where did we end up on standings? Uh, well, Australia are on top, yep. and the net run rate doesn't okay. come into it yet because it's points. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So they're, they, yeah, they have... India oh, lost yes, because India Australia. lost to Australia. So yeah. they, even though they thumped Barbados, um, they're, they're yeah, comfortably in second place. Right, so India, weird sort of... Innings from India. Smriti Mandana out early. Shafali Verma bullet a gate, 43 off 26, pounding it everywhere. Then she runs herself out. And then Harmapreet gets out first ball. Uh, they've brought back Tanya Bhatia. She's out quickly. And so, you know, they're 104 for four after 15 overs, India. Like not, really, not really punishing on the scoreboard. And then 58 off the last five. And, you know, it's Deepti Sharma doing it. Um, and it's Jamima Rodriguez doing it. So a little related to the Australia innings in that way, but that the uh, the side that was likely to struggle more had their opportunity but couldn't restrict the scoring at the end. Yeah, Barbados had a really good passage of play. It was sort of around overs 10 to around 13, somewhere around there, where Hayley Matthews was bowling. Uh, she bowled really nicely mm. and she kept it nice and tight. They were getting wickets. Yep. They weren't allowing India to actually get away from them. And yeah. I thought, oh... They've got something here. There's something that they that, that they're starting to build. And the combo is working with Shakira Selman, who was bowling well with, yeah, with Matthews. And- absolutely. And I just thought, oh, this this is great from from Barbados' point of view because they know mm-hmm. if they're looking at around 130, even to 140 mm. chase. Even if you don't get this massive innings from a DeAndre Dotton, for example, sure. Kashana Knight, Kaisia Knight can get you through to 130, maybe yeah, 135. Yeah, they can do a run a ball yeah, a bit. Absolutely. Yeah. So they've got the lineup to do that score. Right. Obviously, it just went all awry in those last five overs. They bowled wides, they bowled no balls, which really didn't do them any favours. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, just a, a few missed opportunities as well within the field, even though. We saw some brilliant fielding from Kashona Knight on the boundary. She was superb. She mm. saved a lot of runs. That total could have actually been quite a bit worse. And she right. was looking straight into the sun at the time. Um, but I think... Unadvisable. From... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Do you remember Donald Trump during the solar eclipse? Just staring, just staring directly <laughs> into the solar eclipse. They're like, do not look into the solar eclipse without special glasses. I and think then... you might have to go into the Hall of Fame today for getting yeah. Donald Trump into our <laughs> rap on the day. <laughs> 
pretty good I'm just game. saying it's not, it's not a good idea. Um, <laughs> yeah, so look, they, they punch up that total and then it's same old story. Well, I can't say same old story. It's happened once before, given that Barbados have played three matches here. <laughs> but, I mean, I got a little bit emotional because I saw, you know, Deandra Dotton coming out and I thought, well, mm. this is, I thought they're probably not going to win today. This is her last hit in international cricket. This is, you know, I'm, I'm, we're, we're watching the end of an era. She's been going around since 2008. She's been such a wonderful player. Yes, we'll see her turning out for the bloody Nashville fundamentalists <laughs> or whatever, like the next T20 team's going to be called. But she was, she was, you know, that's it. That's the last time we'll see her swing the bat. And she did. I felt like, yeah, she lived her values. She charged third ball, big slog, <laughs> missed it, lost leg stump. But I was like... You know, you do you, Dee Dee. Like you, I like that you went after it. You know, like I don't want to see you patting the first over back. My reaction was so different to yours. <laughs> Mine was the opposite, actually. I think I was head in hand going, no, Deandra, what have you just done? It's not what I wanted to see. It's not how I wanted it to go, but I thought she was true to herself until the end. <laughs> well, Just trying to absolutely murder it over cow, you know? It, I agree with you, though. I, I, it actually broke my eyes a little bit yeah. to, to, to see that because Deandra Dotson has always been one of my favourites and I've always said that she's one of the best all-rounders the game has seen and she changed the game mm -hmm. before many would have even realised how to change the game totally. in T20. She, she did it before anyone worked it out. Right. I mean, that, that 100 that she scored against South Africa in 2010 is the first T20 yeah. international 100 by man or woman. 38 and, balls, and was you just, know. And when everybody was like, ooh, A.B. de Villiers, 30-something balls for 100, you're like, yeah, done that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I mean, that was destructive. Yeah. I mean, that, it, it, speaking to some of the players that were there, they, they just couldn't believe what they were seeing. And right. they were just sitting back and more, enjoying it more than mm. anything else, as you should, actually, because that was just phenomenal. Yep. And that is the type of inning she plays. And her fielding changed the game, the way she fielded. Her, her bowling as well, the, the, the aggressive nature of her bowling. Mm. Phenomenal player who went through so many injuries, the shoulder one being one of the worst, mm -hmm. um, that set, really set her back for quite a long time. And she actually thought her career might even be over then there were times I think even during the 2017 World mm -hmm. Cup where, where I know the players were struggling quite a bit with performances and everything that was going on behind the scenes too so she's been through a lot Mm -hmm. I know that she's thought about this decision for, for quite a while. This is not a fly-by-night. This is not a reaction to anything. It's definitely not a reaction to what happened the other night where we saw her eight or, I don't know, 100 balls or whatever it was in the 26 runs of her one over. It's not a reaction to mm. that. She's been thinking about this for a while. Yeah. So I think that's quite important to note. Some people were asking, was this sort of a reaction to that? It wasn't mm. um, at all. And I, it's, a, it's a sad loss to the, to the to women's international game. Um, and, I, and I think the West Indies are really going to fear that she's not there. It's, it's a hole that she's left in that side. And uh, Renuka Singh, a word for her as well. So, okay, knocks over Dotton in her first over, knocks over Hayley Matthews, has her caught in the third over of the match and then comes back and clean bowls two more. Well, not clean bowls, but bowls two more um, in the fifth over. She ends up with four for ten. That's the fifth best figures in women's T20 internationals for India. Uh, so four for 18 against Australia, four for 10 here today, one for 20 in the intervening game. Uh, having a ball? Oh, she is in a purple patch of no. Do you want to know what a purple patch is? This is a purple mm. patch. That, was, what does it actually mean? Um, is have it, you ever looked this up? Because I have no idea. I, I think I did look it up at one okay. stage and now I can't remember. My brain is not 
working. It just that, sounds that Wikipedia, like, Wikipedia page is not coming sounds up. Sounds like head. a really bad bruise. You know? <laughs> like it sounds like a not good thing to have a. If you have a purple patch, see a doctor. You, you, know? you, you <laughs> can make anything good sound bad. <laughs> it's a good thing. You can get a cream for that. You know, <laughs> you probably should. Let's be honest. Now oh, we've had Trump. We were talking yep. about creams for bruises. Yep. Okay, yeah. If you have a purple patch, keep it to yourself until you get it checked out. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Right. I think these games are making us a little bit star crazy, I think, at the moment. But Takur has been sensational. Mm. I love that they can bowl her up front and she does such serious damage that teams cannot recover. Mm. And that's exactly what you want from an opening bowler. That sounds ruthless. I (laughs) I think she has been ruthless, really. Opposition are going to have to seriously look at find a, a way to get her out of the attack in mm-hmm. the beginning, because if she stays in and just carries on just bowling her four overs up front, she's going to do such damage that they're not going to recover. And in mm. a semi-final, or possibly a final, of course, if they make it there, that could be a match-winning effort. Time for the Hall of Fame. The final word, Hall of Fame, is brought to you by Advanced Hair Studio, world leaders in hair restoration, advancedhairstudio.com slash final word if you want 15% off. Men, women, uh, apparently they have the best hair extensions in the world too. I, I haven't tried them out myself, but they're good. Go and check them out if you want the sweet final word discount. What jumped out at you, Natalie, for a, a Hall of Fame moment? Something that fits with the ethos of this uh, incredibly professional show that we are making. <laughs> Jumped out at me is yes. probably a really good choice of words, actually, okay. because there was a ball that just about jumped out at Deandra Dotson today yep. when she was under a catch from Hayley Matthews, which, uh-huh. which just on a side note of that, by the way, Hayley Matthews and Deandra Dotson have played a lot together internationally. Ah. There's hardly ever been Hayley Matthews' ball caught Deandra Dotson. I think it's only happened three times, okay. apparently. That was what our statistician pulled out, just right. by the way. Side or vice note. versa. I yeah. wonder if there have been any... You know, uh, probably. I would imagine maybe. Be a couple. Vice versa, be a couple. Yeah. But I thought that was nice Side too. Note, I noticed that. I was like, all right, if you're going to end your career in a mm. really ugly loss, it's kind of cute that at least you finished off with a catch off yeah. your mate. Uh, catch off your mate and catch off your face mm. in the end because <laughs> Deandra Dotson takes the catch, it pops out of her hand and it hits her in the face. Fortunately, it didn't do too much damage. It, of course, could have. Mm-hmm. But in her face, pops up and then she takes it on the right. rebound. Right. Wow. Imagine if she caught it in her teeth. That would be a sweet party trick. Like, mm. you know? <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. Shade of Freddy got in trouble for biting the ball, but it, would it Was be it? legit if it was part of a catch? Well... I don't know. I, I'm not sure, you know? actually. I don't know if anybody's ever considered that. Well, I'm just saying. There is some time, someday a cricketer with a huge mouth is going to come <laughs> along and we're going to have to... <laughs> we're going to have to look into this. Um, I particularly like the fact that India dropped Yastika Bhatia and replaced her as wicketkeeper with Tanya Bhatia, <laughs> thus completely confusing, I reckon, 98% of people who are trying to uh, commentate on this match around the world. Luckily, I was onto it, but I was, I was like, this will trick a lot of people. They will think it's the same player. It's not the same did player. You, did you hear Harman pre-court the toss? No. She was asked about the changes for her team. Yeah. She obviously mentioned that Pucha Vastra goes in, which is a great change, mm-hmm. but she also said, Bhatia is in for Bhatia. <laughs> I wonder how long it took them to explain to the players which was which. Yeah, it was good that Vastraka was back as well. They, they needed her for a while for balance. Um, I liked the yeah the second Renuka Singh Tucker over when so Kaisia Knight comes across, plays a ramp shot into her own stumps, and then Aliyah Alain in the same over plays a leave to a straight ball in a T20 international. Aliyah, you need eight and over. 
You play in a first morning of the test match. Oh, your shoulder arms for that one. Respect that. Good area outside the off stump. No, it's not outside the off stump. It's coming straight at the off stump. It knocked it out of the ground and it did not deck in. It wasn't one of those all unlucky bit of in-swing moved yeah. in off the pitch. It was just straight at the stumps. Yeah. So it, it was, it was yeah. like the two least competent ways to get bowled in the same over, I thought. That was particularly beautiful. Um, and I also liked that Tally McGrath took three for 13 after, in her last match, taking three for 13. So if you got your Bartius <laughs> mixed up, you get your Tally McGrath bowling analyses mixed up. How's that 78 not out and three for 13? Yeah. That's a lazy day out. That's a lazy day out indeed. Well, we had a bit of a lazy moment, I reckon, yesterday. Okay. There's another Hall of Famer. Uh-huh. When we said that it was day five. Yeah. It wasn't day five, was it? <laughs> no. I mean, I said that. I don't think you're <laughs> well, to blame. I, I agreed and said, yeah, I think that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> sure, but, I've, you know, it's like you were yes-ending me. Yeah. Uh, like, like in, in, in improv theatre. You know, you had to, you, you just had to go along with the, the suggestion. Thanks. I'd already made it. <laughs> so then it puts it in your head and you think, well, okay, well, if he's saying it, it must be right. For the next 20 minutes, I never worked it out. Never Yesterday worked it was out. day four, today's day five. Yep. So if you're confused about yesterday's episode where I said it was day five, it's day five again. It's actually day six of the games, yes. but day five of the cricket. It's the final word daily Commonwealth Games 5. That's what it is. So here we are. We've worked it all out. It's correct in the title and it was correct in the title yesterday and uh, tomorrow we'll be back. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. And uh, then not the next day. Yeah. Yes, and that's then right. The and weekend. then Saturday and Sunday. Ooh, the Saturday and Sunday I'm looking forward yeah, to, obviously. Should be tasty. Yeah. Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow creeps in this petty pace from day to day until the last syllable of recorded time. This has been the final word daily. Jeff Lemon and Nat Jamatis. We'll see ya. Tomorrow. I had to go about it